0: Andy Hart, Patriots.com radio. Check out their outstanding audio content on the Patriots team channel here on TuneIn. Andy, thanks for taking the time, so let's go back to Thursday. Patriots beat the Bucks, but a negative trend continued. How concerned should the Patriots be by the amount of hits Tom Brady has taken to start the season? Now he's dealing with the injury on his non-throwing shoulder.
1: Uh, very concerned. I mean, he's on pace for 51 sacks, which would be by far the most in his career, most since he had 41 in 2001, his first year uh, as a starter, one that Cordell would like to forget, I'm sure, uh, back in the day. But, you know, this offensive line hasn't played very well. And um, there's not a great reason for it. They return all five starters. You have Marcus Cannon at right tackle, who you just extended. You have Nate Solder, who's coming up on a big contract as a former first-round pick. Three young guys in the middle that you've you know, drafted, developed, played over the last two or three years, you have Dante Scarnecchia it should be better. And he's still getting hit a lot. And I know, you know, a lot of people are trying to say, well, he lost Edelman, so he lost his, his quick throws. You know, those get rid of the ball quickly to Edelman. Um, they're throwing the ball down the field more, and that's true. There's probably something to that. But they're also just allowing, you know, runaway rushers. There was a strip sack the other night in Tampa Bay that was just a runaway rusher that ran right through his back, and uh, left Brady grimacing, and you know how I have him missing two days of practice here um, to start the week, getting ready for Jets Week. And you know, most people assume you don't get healthier as the season goes on in the NFL. These hits, these injuries, the the AC sprain that he reportedly is dealing with in his left shoulder, uh, they pile up, and we all know that, especially this year, with the way the defense has played. You can't afford to lose Tom Brady. And I don't care that you have Jimmy Garoppolo and you kept him around for that very reason. We all know that the best quarterback for this team is Tom Brady. The reason they are three and two and not worse right now with the way the defense is played is Tom Brady. Um, so they need to figure it out. They know it. Nate Solders talked about it openly. They need to play better. And I will say, you know, they, they impressively always stick together. You will never hear Brady say even a hint of a word negatively about his offensive line. He reiterated it today that it's on all of them to perform better as a unit. You know, get, He needs to get rid of the ball more quickly. So there'll be no finger pointing, um, but the bottom line is they need to protect him more or what is already a shaky start to a season could get worse. Andy, when do you see them actually starting the process to, to, to deal with Jimmy Garoppolo from a contract standpoint to make sure he's around just because of moments and times like this, not knowing for sure you know, how that left shoulder is going to hold up or, or even when it comes to the sack, something else end up coming apart? You know, that's a it's a great question. And I'm sure it's an ongoing dialogue to some degree because uh, Don Yee, his agent, is also Tom Brady's agent. And we know the Patriots have worked very well with Brady's camp and Yee over the years with sort of team-friendly deals or, team you know, deals that allow the team – Um, some flexibility, although Brady always got his, got a lot of guaranteed money. There were no fake contracts to Tom Brady. Um, But they've had a good working relationship with with Yee. And my guess is they'll look to do that. But I don't think, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo wants to start. He's been very open to that. So I'm not sure, you know, a lot of people have talked about these bridge deals. Would he sign a two-year deal? I'm not sure he would. I really think the only way you may be able to keep him is to franchise him next year. And that's going to be at... $24 million, so I'm not even sure it's really a discussion that needs to be had because, you know, when push comes to shove, you know, I've talked to Garoppolo. He thought for a time last year he was gone and going to be moving on and starting somewhere um, because that's what he wants. And so I I don't know. I'm sure they have dialogue because, as I said, the working relationship, but I think in the end it may take a franchise tag to keep him.
0: Andy Hart, Patriots.com radio. And you can catch all of their outstanding audio content on the Patriots team channel here on TuneIn is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Andy, during the offseason, we were talking about the myriad of moves made by the club, among them David Harris. And I know that he's 33 and the Jets cut him, but since the Patriots gave him some guaranteed money, are you surprised he's had almost no impact? Uh,
1: Somewhat. um, He was not impressive in the preseason. Uh, he looked old and slow. I'm sure that's why the Jets cut him, and that's no shot on him. You know, he had a great career. Um, this is his 11th season. I mean, the guy has been durable as hell, a uh, tackle machine. Um, but he didn't look great in the preseason to the point where I wondered if he would make the team. And certainly $1.25 million guaranteed is a reason he may have made the team. And I think he's going to collect, you know, nearly $3 million this year. But he hasn't played. He hasn't found an ability to get on the field. He's played a total of seven snaps has not played a single snap in the kicking game, uh, was active and dressed, but did not play a single snap this week. That was a week after he was a healthy scratch. And, you know, even Bill Belichick has said, you know, David's uh, done everything we've asked him to do, couldn't ask for a better attitude. And I think that's not just coach speak. I think that's probably genuine. I don't think it's a fit issue or learn the scheme issue. I think it's an issue as to what he has left in the tank. And my guess is they they look back on that now, that signing, as a mistake and that he just doesn't have physically left what they hoped he could still bring to the table. Um, So unless things change, I mean, they haven't played very well against the run. Um, Alandon Roberts is a second-year linebacker who's played a good chunk of the snaps but has been in and out of the lineup a little bit with injuries. Harris still hasn't really gotten on the field. You know, Harvey Long, he's an undrafted rookie. He's been inactive every week. Um, so, you know, there's been an opportunity if you were going to play David Harris to play him. So, I, I'm not sure what changes. Um, and it's almost to the point where I'll, I'll sort of be surprised if David Harris makes it through the season and is on the roster all year. Give me a take on Brandon Cooks, how things are, are going with him. I know he's had a few nicks on his body Uh, but yet he still comes out and he produces very well, obviously catching some really great balls from Tom Brady. Their relationship seemed like it's getting better. How's he doing so far? Are they adding any more pieces to the puzzle to help out that receiving core? Good, not great. Um, You know He's put up good numbers. I think he's in the top 10 in yardage, and he's made some big plays, Um, but they've not quite clicked, and I think it was unfair expectations, probably by me. I raved about him. I thought he looked great on the practice field. And, you know, Robert Kraft back in the spring, you know, made the comparison to Randy Moss as, you know, bringing in that type of an impact athlete. Not necessarily that he was going to have 23 touchdowns break the record, but that he could be that dynamic playmaker. And that aspect has just been missing a little bit. Um, you know, he's, he's – they have had struggles on short routes. Anytime Cooks has run slants or in cuts, um, they haven't looked quite right. You know, they, he's dropped a couple – um, and Tom's missed him on some, some throws a little bit more down the field. He was uh, wide open against the Panthers down the scene, and Brady just missed him. It was just a bad throw at his feet. Um, there was a throw in the, in the New Orleans game where he actually made it the reception, but it should have been an easy touchdown, and Cooks ended up sort of stumbling and coming back for the ball and catching it on the one. So it's been good, but it hasn't been perfect. There's certainly room for growth, and I know – um, everyone has raved about Cooks in terms of his attitude and the way he's fit in, and you know the way he's approached becoming a patriot in the quote-unquote patriot way. So I, I assume there will be improvement there, um, but you know there is room for improvement. I think they can be better, and when that happens, that's only going to add to this this offense that you know has all the other weapons sort of in place with Rob Gronkowski when he's healthy and out there, um, with Danny Amendola and Chris Hogan and James White. They, you know the opportunity will be there for Cooks to make some more plays, even though he's he's been decent to start the year.
0: Andy, let's wrap it up with something a bit esoteric, but you can handle it. Jets and Patriots this week. Let's jump into the hot tub time machine. How do you think history would have been different if Bill Belichick had decided to keep the Jet head coaching job for more than twenty-four hours?
1: That is a great question. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't know that it would have worked in New York with the media and his personality. And not having Tom Brady as his quarterback, Um, it's a really interesting question because, you know, I think Bill Belichick, quite frankly, was on the ropes in New England in, you know, week two, week three of 2001 when Drew Bledsoe got hurt, and he's coming off a 5-11 season, he's 0-2, his quarterback's hurt, and then Brady and everything took off, the dynasty came, and they worked so well together. Um, but with with Belichick's personality in New York, and I know he was an assistant there, but that's different than doing press conferences in New York and being on the back pages every day with the Jets and, you know, is Chad Pennington his quarterback and how does that play out? You know, the sort of the butterfly effect, I guess you will. Um, so I wonder, I, you know, I wonder if the greatness of Bill Belichick ever would have been able to sort of come to fruition in New York without Brady under that spotlight, so... It's a great question. It'd be a great, I don't know, book or short story for somebody to write and try to pretend um, that it did play out that way. But um, certainly New England fans are glad that it played out this way and he ended up in Foxborough.
0: I'm sure Stephen King can crank out a novella. The answer is Cordell would have a ring <laughs> if Bill Belichick had stayed in New York. Got that right. Yeah.
1: That, I, I think that is a fair, uh, that would be part of the story. If you wrote it with Bill in New York, I think uh, Cordell has a ring and that would be great
0: All right, my partner's getting forlorn, so we have to wrap it up. Thank you, Andy. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll chat with you next week on the NFL on TuneIn. All right, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Andy Hart, Patriots.com Radio, Patriots team channel here on TuneIn.